What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Views from the Baseline. On behalf of Baseline Times, I'm back here for another episode of a UFC 250 special. Uh, I have a familiar returning guest, my co-host for UFC, Mr. Gabe Lloyd. How you doing, my friend? Doing good, sir. Ready to go. Let's do it. Yes, sir. And I guess I guess you kind of he's kind of new to the podcast, but not to Baseline Times. Um, this guy is a special guest, a special co-host, and uh, the identity of Baseline Times. He is the official creator of our logo, and I don't think he's ever been on a podcast. TJ, how are you doing, my friend? Very good, very good. Not yet. This will be my first one, so excited to get started here. Wow, man. I can't believe this, man. I mean, you created a logo with a vision, and I completely... This is weird, man. I feel very shitty of a person, because... This is your first time in 20, 2020. <laughs> baseline times has been it's three years old, man, and here you are. I feel uh, I feel like a bad friend, man. Very bad. No, but better late than never, right? That's right. We're gonna we're gonna get started doing uh, these fight podcasts and breaking down all the fights coming this year. Since fighting is the only thing we have to watch, uh, but not for long. Rip exactly. Uh, tell us about yourself, man. What, what do you enjoy watching sports wise and favorite teams? Where you're from? Whatever else you want to talk about. Uh, Within reason, I guess. <laughs> well, again, I do enjoy watching fights a lot, uh, talking fights a lot. Uh, I can probably talk about it the most out of any of the sports, really. Uh, but, you know, I enjoy football. I enjoy basketball. I don't follow basketball as closely as uh, you guys do. Uh, but I do uh, enjoy football and fighting probably the most. Uh, so, yeah, I'm from New York. I'm a Jets fan and a Yankees fan. Uh, I'm a Yankees fan from Queens, so that's kind of frowned upon. But <laughs> what can you do? You grow up with the when you grow up with the family you got. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'll I'll tell you one thing. We have a lot of Yankees fans uh, in this baseline times uh, brotherhood here. So um, you're not the only one, man. Welcome to the family. Then you know I'm I'm sure those guys would be proud to hear that. You know, Demario, Marcus, big big Yankee guys, as most of our longtime listeners. No. Yeah, I almost feel like being a New York Yankee fan is like being a Manchester United fan. You're just used to everybody hating your team, you know? I, I mean, yeah, I, I guess. Well, I, I, lately, everyone hates the Astros, so maybe there's a new top dog. A new <laughs> top dog to hate. So you got to think uh, I'm also the Astros. I also hate the Astros. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, every, I'm sure everybody does at this point. But um, no, nah, man, welcome to the show, dude. This is really exciting. Like I said, uh, it's been, I, <laughs> I guess, three Three years in the planning and the works. Um, I think at one point you offered. Uh, there's some sort of article you created for us at one point. I think that's what it was. But yeah, it was for the Mayweather McGregor fight. Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, I did a little article for the preview. I think Gabe was involved uh, with something too. And um, yeah, nah, man. You know, I think uh, just you know, getting a little bit more on a serious tone. You know, with everything that's going on in the world today. Like, you know, this is the beautiful part about baseline times. What I created and being able to bring different folks from different walks of life together and let's just talk sports man so i'll leave it at that for right now and just focus on the sports and um but overall man how you guys doing though like you know it seems like quarantine life is slowly kind of coming to i i guess a reduced point in life not really an end um tj what have you been up to with the loss of like sports and what what's your attention been on Besides, like before, like UFC decided to come back. What, what was kind of like walk us through like March and April for you? Well, I mean, for me, really, uh, it's all about what I do for work, and I'm there most of the time, uh, helping uh, a dispensary and 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 
in Orlando. So uh, it's considered to be medicinal and, you know, people are really uh, serious about having their medicine when it comes to that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I really focused on that, taking on a new role there and being more involved. Uh, so you were essential. Essential. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so it's, it's, it's been, uh, it's been a long couple months, but we're here. So mostly work. <laughs> got you. Yeah. As we know, Gabe, you know, how, how's your, uh, how's your work from home life, man? You're looking forward to going back to the office anytime soon. I know Miami's opening up slowly Ooh. down there. Well, actually, um, in the last two weeks, I've actually been going to the office. Oh, wow. Maybe two days a week. But um, it's only like maybe three people there. It's not the full office yet. The full office will return in July. So in the meantime, I go to maybe, like I said, two or three days a week just to help out, see what's going on with it. But, um, no, yeah, I'm going to miss the home, the uh, work from home life. Because, I bet. You know, you sleep 45, you just roll out of bed and jump <laughs> on the computer. But, um, yeah, yeah, so, you know, things are starting to open up down here again. Uh, regular stores, shopping centers, barbershops with restrictions. So it's slowly rolling back to normal, but it'll be a while before we see that normal where our customers are, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, no, I'm glad you guys are doing well, man, and being able to share this opportunity with you guys again to do an episode and keep it keep it rolling here as times hopefully get better for us from a pandemic perspective, I would say. Um, obviously, a lot more going on in the world beyond the pandemic. And um, the good part is, though, we do have fight nights to watch. How about last week, guys? Last Saturday, you guys catch up with this uh, Tyron Woodley and Gilbert Burns fight. Oof. Uh, you want to go first, yeah. CJ? Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's disappointing overall. Uh, I I honestly had picked him to win it. I, I he was I know he was a very high favorite going into that fight. It was his Burns' first fight at welterweight. Uh, moving up for him, so uh, it was a bit of a risk fighting a guy that was a former champion. Uh, so a bit disappointing just to kind of see him go in there and. Uh, just not show a sense sense of urgency that, that he usually shows, and the sense of aggressiveness. And uh, his wrestling didn't really work out for him going through into the fight, uh, so it mostly wound up being a stand up fight. But yeah, it just didn't work out so well for him. Just kind of disappointed with the lack of urgency from him and his corner. The, the advice he was getting throughout the fight from his corner, uh, I just was very frustrated with. Yeah, you know what? I mean, the interesting about with this fight though is that I'm surprised he took it because originally he had like a, hand, a broken hand issue that when he was supposed to fight, I believe in the end of June, and then you have so you cancel that fight, but then you you bump up and fight in end of May. So I, that already was a red flag for me. How about you, Gabe? How do you how do you feel about <laughs> Mr. Woodley over here? Well, I just want to say. Um... Fight with Burns was reminiscent of the one he had versus Usman. I mean, he went in there. Very I much. Was. I thought with Usman, though, I thought, you know, he would try to wrestle with him. Or maybe, you know, just outstrike him. But he had the same mundane look on his face in both fights. Like, in the earlier rounds of the Gilbert Burns fight, you could see his facial expression. It's like, okay, I'm in the fight. He got rocked, I believe, early. So from that point on, I was like, okay, it's an uphill battle. But the whole time, he's waiting for him to okay, be like, okay, you know what? Let me be more aggressive. But well, Willie's the counterpuncher. So what he does is he backs up to the fence and he tries to put it over here right every single time. He's been fighting that way since he was a champion. Now, before he was a champion, he would just fight normally. 
But I feel like he kept that same style, which doesn't work if you're the challenge you're trying to prove it. So in other words, you know, Burris took it to him. He did whatever he wanted pretty much for five rounds. He was virtually untouched. So it was just amazing to see him look so bad two straight fights. This is, this is the Willie I expected to see. I thought he'd come back on fire after that Usman fight, but he came out lackadaisical, you know. Even from the walkouts, it was like he didn't want to be there. He looked disinterested. Disinterested. Yeah. Even, when, even when he was at the end and in between rounds, just didn't yeah. look like he wanted to be there. I don't know what his deal was. Maybe he has a whole Hollywood thing going for him, so maybe that's a distraction. You know, I'm sure you see the internet memes about him staying in a terrible rap song. But um, I, I don't know. I, I just think that at this point in his life, he's 38 years old. I think he's been the champion long enough. I think he's probably just overfighting. He probably wouldn't see it now, but I think he's just past fighting. Other endeavors he wants to take care of. So, you know, if that's the case, then I can see how he lost those last two fights. But there's no other explanation for it. In my opinion, yeah, I, I, I think when uh, when you lose the, that championship fight to Usman the way that he did, it kind of takes the wind out of your sails, even going into a big fight mm-hmm. like this. So yep. it, it sometimes I guess you know it's hard to get motivated. For a while, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I think when you're the champion, you have a lot more pressure on you. So. When you're not the champion, you, you would think it'd be a little bit easier to go out there and be a little bit more loose because you're not the champ. But for him, he was very tight and just on the defense the whole night. And it was like, okay, well, after the first two rounds, the fight was pretty much a wrap. Yeah. But at, at the same time, I, I want to give all respect to Gilbert as well. He put yeah, on a yeah. damn show. Uh, he is an up-and-coming contender. He surprised me. He surprised a lot of people. He, has, mm-hmm. he does have an impressive record. He's a, he's a good striker. And I think he's yeah, going to be one of those guys. A big accomplishment, by yeah, the way. I think he's going to be one of those guys that moves up, that moves up, and it pays off for him being lighter in that division, having a, a healthier uh, body going in there. You see, you see, guys going a lot more with that nowadays. Is they're not cutting as much weight. They're they're especially yeah. within that bracket right there. Instead of going down to one fifty five and cutting, they're going up to seventy or vice or you know instead of being a 45 or they're a 55 or they're just that extra 10 pounds makes all the difference yeah it's easier just to be at your almost natural weight but that's a business fact i mean good god kuman fighters at the top so i don't know what's going to happen who's fighting next i mean he's called out his teammate usman i don't know if that would be the next fight they put on for usman but i think leon edwards is there he should get the first shot i believe at least rematch for usman um the amazadel i don't know what he's doing um, it's just a lot he's of that money fight. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. We got you know Covington. He's still wandering around there waiting for a rematch. And um, another guy at the top as well. I forgot. I think I'm missing someone as well. But, um, um, well I mean, you, uh, I mean, Pettis is is moving up there pretty pretty uh, swiftly. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I think uh, I mean Leon Edwards is up there as well. He's number five actually, and yeah. I'm not mentioned that much. And he's he's number he's he's the next one maybe to take that fight maybe him and him and Edwards go at it next. I think that would be the fight to make next since um you know if Masvidal doesn't want the Usman fight then I think you put Edwards I, in that spot. I think that that's a serious contender fight for them. I, I don't think that's uh I think Edwards is kind of like a he's a sleeping dog in that division there. No one really takes him that seriously being that high. Uh, yep, exactly. So I, I I could definitely see that fight happening. There's that. We'll see. Absolutely, yeah. TJ. How about uh, if you guys had any other um, from that coming out of that fight night? Um, any other 
excitement oh, coming out of that? There's uh, two fights in particular. I, will, I, will, I don't know if you guys caught uh, the uh, Billy Quarantillo fight, which was like oh, the third uh, fight on the card. White that one? Yeah, those guys went to war. That was a great fight. It was. I think he got the fight where the gun got up and walked away like he won, and I think he just popped right up and started hitting yeah. him back. I think. Yeah. Well, what I mean, he, he came out strong. Carlisle came out very strong in that first round and looked like he was almost going to finish him. And then Quarantillo just kind of weathered the storm and hung in there, and yep. and had that stamina to go all the way and finish it up strong. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about this yeah. uh, apex building compared to uh, what we saw? You know, crowdless. Uh, social distancing from Jacksonville versus, you know, the Apex building. A little bit smaller a venue. You can kind of see some walls a little bit closer. Kind of has like that fake WWE kind of set up in the background. (laughs) (laughs) I think when there's no crowd, it doesn't doesn't mean anything. It's fine. If you're watching it from from TV, I mean, it it doesn't make a difference, really. It's better off for them, saves them money. It works well for me. Yeah, I enjoyed it better without a crowd because you heard every single hit. It was hard hitting. You heard the, the coaches talking to him. Even during matches, like Daniel Cormier in the previous fight night, he was uh, telling um, uh, one of the fighters to switch up his style. And the guy, oh, Greg Hardy. He said, hey, yeah, you know, maybe he's yeah. kicks. And Greg said he heard him and he, you know, he started checking the kicks. So I actually liked the lack of a crowd, even though I'm sure they will want the crowd there for money reasons, obviously. But I definitely enjoyed it without a crowd. I it was different. I enjoyed it on a different level. I don't know if I enjoyed it more. I do like the, having the crowd there. It, I mean, it's yeah. just uh, when that big shot lands and everyone's like, "Oh, you know, like yeah, yeah, I love yeah. It. I, that's like the moment. That's the moment, you know." <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, they can always, you know, be like some of these uh, different broadcasts and inject fake fan noise. You know, I mean. For us on t- watching TV, it's kind of natural. Like, we know there's no crowd there, but you hear that and you're like, oh, you don't think anything of it. Because, like, mentally, your mind, you're just accustomed to hearing the audio feed with it when that punch lands, you know? <laughs> so, just, just, just you know, something to g- give you guys over there, Dana White. But um, I-, I think so far, guys, you know, before we get into the UFC 250 preview, you guys are big fans of the sport. You know, how, how do you feel overall? What you see, the production, the quality of it, you know, has there, because obviously some of the fighters might have had, and that was my concern, they might have had maybe not some of the typical or normal training. You guys feel like there's any kind of drop off in quality of what you're seeing from UFC? No. No, no, no. I feel like the last two fight nights were just fine for me. You know, I feel like they, at first I thought initially that they would come out maybe slow, sluggish. Or, you know, out of breath, fast. But no, I feel like they just give a beat. I mean, I know it sucks when you prepare for a fight and they throw you back two or three weeks later. Then you got to recut the weight. Like Tony Ferguson did cut the weight twice, which is dumb. That's it's not good for your body to cut weight not twice. But, um, yeah, so I feel like that would have been the, the biggest obstacle. Just cutting the weight. And then, okay, fights uh, postponed. Oh, crap. You got to go back and, you know, and either stay in shape or cut the weight again. But uh, as far as the matches were concerned, no, I felt like they were all on point. You know, there was no sign of, like, early fatigue or crappy fights or anything. I feel like it was still in a good place. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I think when it comes down to it, I, most of these guys stay in shape a lot of the time around the year anyway. So it's not mm-hmm. a huge drop-off as far as that goes. Uh, a lot of it is game planning. But when it comes down to it, you get a fight on a couple weeks' notice. It's just train, uh, 
what does what does he do right? What do I do right? What can we take advantage of? And we go from there. So, I mean, it's not that big of a drop off. A lot of these guys are ready to go. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I have to give it up to them. Like some of them are taking last minute fights, and they're coming out with. I think you know when Gabe and I did the last recap uh, from two forty nine. You know, we talked a lot about how some of these fighters just came out and just exchanged blows. Like it wasn't they weren't fighting conservative. They knew that there was a lack of, of sports, a lack of showmanship, and they came out well, and those punches on the line. No, so yeah, they were they were ready to roll. So and when it comes down to putting you know not taking fights, I mean, who's turning down fights right now? No, nobody, nobody's turning down fights right now. Yep, everybody wants to get a piece of the action right now. They, exactly, exactly. And everyone's want to get a piece of the action when Fight Island well, comes around too. I'll tell you that much. On, I'm excited for that shit. Depending on what Dana White wants, because we might get into it later. But the whole John Jones saga, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, everyone's taking fights. Like you said, they're taking fights. People want to be out there. You want to get your name out there. You want the exposure. You want to get the wins. You want to get closer to a title. And you want the money. So I feel like you know it's in a good place. All right, gentlemen, we have UFC 250 coming up on Saturday night, June 6, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Two co-main events here, a bantamweight co-main event and the women's featherweight main event. Gentlemen, we have Amanda Nunes, Felicia Spencer headlining this one, so a women's fight. And the co-main event, the bantamweight, Rafael Asuncao fighting Cody Garbrandt. Gabe, how do you feel about Garbrandt? When he fights, he swings wildly. He goes for the fences early and often. It's like he throws 110% after every punch. It's like, you know, pace yourself. So I want to see how his style is coming into this next fight because his previous fight, um, he lost the same exact way. His last three fights, I think he lost the same exact way, going wild, going for the kill, and getting caught. So I think he needs to win this fight. And at one point, Cody was like, the man. Remember, he beat. Um, Cody was the champion uh, not too long ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seems like just so yesterday. Like, uh, I hope he was good. So we'll see what his style is coming I to do this believe fight. he does have composure. Uh, I just, it just has to be in like the perfect spot for him. Uh, I believe he had composure. The best example of it is a dominant Cruz fight. He had composure the whole fight. He, mm-hmm. he stuck to the game plan and did what he needed to do, and he won that fight. He had composure. Oh, party. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I believe he had composure in part of the Dillashaw fight before he got hit. Because yep. he was, if you don't, uh, if you remember that, he was winning that fight. He hit yeah, Dillashaw bad, early. Bad in that he had a lot of emotion in that fight as well. He hit so. Dillashaw early in that fight and was almost knocked him out, almost finishing. Mm-hmm. Dillashaw came back in the second and took him out. But uh, cheater. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, I I believe he does he does have composure. It's just a matter of if he can keep it. Uh, he has to his that camp is kind of a mess. Yeah, uh, with everything that happened there, uh, there's not a lot of respect there. I don't feel like. Um, but mm-hmm. Sunsal has been in the game for a while too, and he is a, a veteran. And if Garbrandt's not on his game, he's he's gonna get his clock clean. And he's gonna get mm-hmm. tapped out on the ground. So uh, this is this is a if Cody doesn't win this fight, it's kind of like back to the drawing board. Like where where do you do from here? Uh, yep. not only does that knock him out of the top ten, which really doesn't mean that that much because uh, rankings days, yeah. aren't really that important. But uh, yeah, I mean it's just a matter of uh, you know who who's he gonna fight after that? Is he gonna go back and start fighting? I don't know on the on the undercard, or is, is he go back to the 
you know, it, it's it's hard. It's back again, back to the drawing board. Like, where do you go? Yeah, exactly. I agree. All right, gentlemen, uh, to round oh. out this uh, main event, right? So th- this is actually considered the co-main event, though, with with, with Gambrant here and Asungao. And uh, the women actually are leading, the, supposedly, the main card here, the last fight of the night. Um, how, do you, how do you guys feel so far about these these the way they've set it up, though, between advertising Nunez at the top, which is great for USD, right? Like, in a time like now, to push her uh, up at the top. Well, yeah, she's like considered the woman's goat of the sport. You know, she just yeah. disposes of, she, she beat Cyborg senseless early, which was like a shock to the world. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I won't say a shock to the world, but just the way it happened, it was like, damn, like, really? Right, that fast? right. And then she beat Holly Holm with a head kick, and then Ronda Rousey, ugh, can't stand her. She just <laughs> ended her whole career pretty much. Um, well, actually, Holly Holm did that later. But, um... Yeah, I mean, Amanda, she's just hard to beat, man. She's she's tough as nails. She has everything you can do on the ground. She's a good stand-up fighter. She hits hard. So it's like, you know, Felicia Spencer's no joke either. So I just feel like Amanda, she's been doing this for quite some time. She has edge. She has experience, I believe. And ultimately, I, th- I think it ends in either the first round late, late first round stoppage. Yeah, I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you. Uh, I mean, I think well-rounded is an understatement. I think she's she's a killer. She, she her hands are are made of stone. Bricks. She hits girls and, <laughs> and they and they go, what what happened? They yep. they look over to their corner and go, who is this? So <laughs> it's uh it's crazy when she hits people. It's Spencer is uh, all all respect to her, but her stand up is a bit stiff. Yep. Yep. Uh, she is a black belt in Taekwondo and a black belt in Jiu-Jitsu as well, which is uh, respectful. I mean, her, her kicks, she has a good switch kick that she throws, uh, but her, her entry zone into the pocket is mm-hmm. is very stiff. And if she does that with Amanda, it's going to be a short night for her. So she has yep. she's going to have to clean that up uh, and get a hold of her really fast. Now, when she gets a hold of her, that's no joke either because Amanda is the stronger girl, the bigger girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her wrestling is, and her jujitsu is nothing to mess around with either. So I mean, uh, Spencer is definitely going to want to take this down to the floor, and and make this a That's dirty fight. Yeah. It's her best shot. I mean, she's won her all her fights in the UFC by submission. She's not going to win this fight by knockout uh, mm-hmm. unless she uh, uh, pulls a Todd Amanda Nunes pulls a Todd Duffy over here. But uh, <laughs> 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 But uh, yeah, I, I I can't see this fight going any other way besides Amanda's way. Uh, in all honesty, uh, uh, but I was surprised if you guys didn't know that Spencer fights right out of here. Uh, she's from Canada, but she fights out of Orlando in the jungle here. That's right on Colonial. Oh, nice. Uh, in Orlando, she fight. That's her camp right there, which is really surprising. Uh, I didn't know that, yeah. but kind of makes me want to root for her a little bit. I I I, I hope the best for her, but. Uh, yeah, she's got to clean it up going into the pocket with Amanda, or it's going to be a short night. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So yeah. that's what that. So that's what you feel she's got to do. Yeah, definitely. She's still Orlando based. Yeah, I did uh, look in the back of the card. Uh, I believe what they announced. It. This card was officially announced, by the way, like last week. I think Thursday, uh, Tuesday. So I mean, we all knew it was kind of headed, but they, you know, definitely posted it out. And you know, looking through, she is, you know, Orlando based. Here, which is definitely awesome, man. But uh, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I'd have to agree with you there, TJ. She's just def- What, what, what more can can she do? You know, what, what more can Spencer do if if you're in her corner coaching her? It's 
Get dirty. Get dirty. She's got to get this in the clinch and get this so that Amanda doesn't keep this at distance and pop her with with jabs in that straight. She does not want to get hit with that straight punch or it's it's over. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She's got to get in close and and take this to the floor and get on top and and make this dirty fight. I think she cannot fall behind in this fight. She can. This has to be a perfect fight for her. She. I, w- I wouldn't say she just has to go and th- throw all caution to the wind. She has to have a very good game plan going in there. She's got to win the first round. Uh, she's either got to win the first round and never lose control, or she's just got to hope to weather the storm and have better stamina than Amanda. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. So mm-hmm. it's it's one of the two for her. I feel absolutely because the storm's coming. She, <laughs> yeah. Amanda is a storm. She's gonna she's gonna throw it at her, and she is. Uh, I wouldn't say she's looking past her, but uh, from some of the comments Amanda's made, it she's she feels she's very confident she's going to win this fight. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they're before Amanda, it's like man, she's just that much better than the rest of them. And that's that's kind of like where I was going to ask you guys. You know, if if you feel like it's it's almost like she's on another level, and nobody in in, in this you know, class is is near her. Anybody I mean, out there like, at the top of your heads that that can can challenge Nunez? I mean, it was like it was like Cyborg back in the day when she was fighting. Like, like okay, who's going to stop? Yeah, Cyborg? who's going to stop her? Right? Yeah. I know she was on performance enhancing drugs, you know, with the chin and everything. But it was like, who is going to like beat Cyborg? Like, there's no way anyone can stop this man, woman. And then a man just comes in there, boop, 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 boop. It's over. <laughs> it's- wow! I'm like, what happened? But yeah, so. <laughs> and then she's <laughs> had some impressive follow-up fights. She shocked the world as fast as she beat. I was like, oh my gosh! Yeah, I didn't I- see that coming. I feel like it's the next one you see is going to be one that you don't see coming either. Because uh, it has to be, yeah. It, it just has to the, be. The really fun thing about watching some of these women fight is that there, there's a real uh, broad, like a really narrow spectrum between like yep. the 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 good ones and the great ones, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. I think when one just kind of shoots up there and and had, does something really well, uh, you're going to see her rise too. Like uh, uh, the second fight I was going to talk about from the last one, Mackenzie Dern, she is oh, yeah. coming up in that division too and she is an amazing submission specialist she gets mm-hmm. a hold of people it, it it's a wrap it's a wrap she, i mean the last fight she was already on her back and the girl was basically on her feet and she decided to just come come back into her garden during just wrapped her up so yeah. she got to work on the stand up a little bit and, and get that get that tighter but if she can put all the tools together she is a dangerous dangerous contender if I think with with the women fighters, I don't know if I can't say this about all of them, but I feel like they all specialize in, in one area mostly. Like a, there aren't a lot of well-rounded women fighters. Maybe maybe I'm just saying that out of my ass, but I feel like they all do one thing really well. And then their other skill levels, are, you know, it's it's fine. It's it's good enough to be in the UFC, obviously. But I feel like their their best area, like if it's wrestling, you you're going to wrestle. Like Ronda Rousey, you know, she would just try to go for the armbar every single time. Like, she wasn't a stand-up artist. You know, that was, I think, judo. So I feel like they all have this one area of expertise that shines above the rest of their skills, and they try to impose that will the whole entire match. Like, and with the women fighter as well, I feel like, like, with the guys, you you can kind of see, okay, who's better? Like, you know, like a John Jones versus freaking uh, anybody, you know, whatever. Uh, Tiago Santos, even though it's controversial. But, um... Ahead, That's my thing. I feel like they're all kind of close together. You know, it's like the, the difference between two of the women fighters is not that large of a gap. I feel like that's just sort of uh, 
martial arts. You know what I mean? I think. Uh, well, that's true. Be part I think. Of that, yeah. I think. Uh, men have been competing in martial arts at at this level longer than women, and that's that's yeah. kind of just a fact that it, it has become a little more diverse in that game. So like women's martial arts hasn't been uh, at this level for for as long. So you're gonna see just like you did in the early stages of martial arts, like in the UFC, guys came in. You saw uh, a lot of guys that did a couple of things good. Uh, uh, but yeah, one, it was one area really fighting, great, right? So it, yeah. it was like specialist, specialist, specialist. Okay, well rounded, well rounded. So you saw, yep. it's like. You see, it three, for every you know five guys that were well rounded, there was another guy that was a specialist. You know what I mean? And those are the that's guys true. that rose to the top. So I think that's just sort of a testament to martial arts. So I think it won't be too long. I think the evolution of women, the women's game, is going to evolve a lot faster than oh, sure, the men's no game doubt. just because of the times that we're in. So yeah. you will see a lot more uh, of of that. And there's a lot of well rounded women out there. But again, I think I, I actually think it's the other way for me. I think there's a lot of women that do. Uh, the, the MMA game really well. Uh, mm-hmm. They do a lot of things really good, but that's it's that specialty that I yeah. think really makes that makes them rise to the top. Like again, Ronda with the submissions, Amanda with those hands, uh, like mm-hmm. Misha Tate when she was up there, her wrestling, uh, oh, Holly yes. Holmes kickboxing. You know, when you when they just have that one thing that's going to make them rise above everybody else. They do that one thing better than everybody else. So uh, I think you'll start to see that come come along in the next few years. Yep, I would agree with all that. I, I feel like that's definitely direction to kind of piece all the way together, and they're just getting better day by day. And and hopefully, the sport, like I said, pushing them as this main focus in this main card. I know that you know it's a fanless, it's held in the apex. You know, it's not your typical Vegas fight night or somewhere else in another part of the country or excuse me, the world. And we love it. That's how we like it. We like it weird. But you know, it's. <laughs> It's still the main event, the main event. It's a pay per view event, regardless, right? So people are gonna, most people are gonna pay for this and watch it. So, you know, shout out mm-hmm. to Amanda Nunes, where you're freaking on the top of the card there. Um, what uh, do we think is gonna be the first fight on Fight Island? Ooh. Well, <laughs> I'm hoping mm. it's. I'm hoping it's the. Um, it has to be a Usman title fight. You I think so? Think. Or 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 uh, Izzy and Paulo Costa that that has to happen there too. That'd be Ooh. great. I'm, I'm waiting for that fight. Actually, I need to see that fight now. <laughs> now, like right now, I got to see that fight right now. <laughs> like I'm waiting for this fight. They're, so they're that'd gonna, be a great headliner. They might go ahead and make the Anderson Silva Conor McGregor fight. Oh no, I don't want to see that. Nah, oh, you want to see that fight? You you actually want to see that fight? Like you no. know, I would. I, you know, I wouldn't hate that fight. I oh. I would I would still. Watch it. I I, I think it'd it be sure. a fun fight to watch, just because of where both of those guys are. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the hell, the hell with it, right? Uh, we never got to see Anderson GSP, so let's let's get Anderson in there. Let's get him as. Oh yeah, fight, I wouldn't you know? mind seeing it, but as the first fight, Allen fight, <laughs> I would. <laughs> Doesn't that kind of hurt you as an MMA fan? You got you got to go to sleep at night knowing you never got GSP Anderson. We I just feel like Anderson, Anderson was never the same since the first Weidman fight. After that, he was like just a totally different Anderson Silva. I mean, he broke his leg in the second fight, and then, you know he, he just became beatable. He, he lost to like the the aura around him. But, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I will definitely watch it. I will not not watch it. But I mean, Conor's got a. Uh, 
I don't know, man. Well, I think it's got to do anything. I think the coolest part. Yeah, the coolest part about that fight. I think that that could be like maybe the first the first fight of the the main card, and then Nah, Kana's never the first fight of anything. Hell no, that's the main event. No, this listen. This has to be like the ultimate. Like we've never seen main event at least. All right, fine. Maybe maybe that fight is big enough to headline over a, a title fight. Oh no! That's a huge oh. fight. That, that's that's not a co-main event fight. It's, it's the name. It's the name makers. power. That's why I, I get it. It's the it's the brand power. You know, you got Silva, who's obviously way over the hill now, and McGregor. Everyone loves to see McGregor fight. So yeah, I, you're probably right uh, yeah. in that regard. That I, I, I could see fight. USC doing something like that, but then again, I, I I personally I enjoyed watching Justin Gaethje, and I I don't know. I'm excited. I kind I really want to. That could be fight happens with them. That's that's gonna be incredible. Gaethje is a serious contender. I, I, I'm a fan. After that, I really role. need Gaethje to be Khabib. I really need to see that happen. I'm a fan. I, I will say that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Khabib just—he's a different animal. Just, I agree, but he just holds you down and he bear bear kills you. I mean, it's, 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 <laughs> just, get me wrong. I like the style. I don't. I, when I first saw watching MMA, I used to hate that crap. Oh, the underground just wrestling is stupid. But then once you get to realize, okay, Absolutely. what the technical parts aspects of it, it's like, oh, wow, this is impressive. So, yeah, I'm not going to knock Habib style. I, I do love the guy. But, man, it's like I, I would wish Justin Gaethje would actually use wrestling for once. You know, maybe, maybe he doesn't wrestle because he has a knockout power. But wrestle him. See, we'll see where it goes. No one oh, wrestles Khabib. They all want to knock him out. Like, wrestle a guy. That's just a bad idea. I mean, you, it's a bad you know, idea, but maybe Justin can do it. You never know. You maybe he's you don't that guy. No, Justin. Justin knows where his strengths are, and that's that's why that's why I like him because he doesn't try to pretend to be somebody that he's not. Okay, well, he's not gonna, he knows that he's got heavy hands, so he's going to stuff the takedown and, 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 and start beating you up on the feet. Disgusting leg kicks! Oh my god! Yeah, so that's baseball bats. That's what he needs to do now. Uh, again, those leg kicks. He's gonna Oof. have to kind of refrain from throwing them a bunch in this Khabib fight because yeah, that's take what gets, for sure. Yeah, exactly. So he's gonna have to stick to the boxing, but his hands are better. His hands are better, and that's that's where it lies. He he's got to, again a fight that he's got to be in front on. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, if for you sure. Fight from behind, Definitely. you're just gonna have to be more aggressive, which means you're gonna get taken down more. If you're so, fighting from behind versus Khabib, it's a guarantee L. You're not coming back from that fight. I'm just saying it right now. Yeah, and I, I think Khabib is perfectly capable of doing the same thing to Gaethje as, that he's done to everybody else, but Gaethje has a, a better chance of stuffing it than I think anybody else does because he has, uh, I, I believe he's the bigger man in that fight. He if is. I'm not, if I'm not, if I'm not, mis- I'm not mistake, mistaken. Mm-hmm. I, I believe he's, he's a bit bigger than Khabib. Uh, Hell, put that would be great. I don't know. But, but, yeah, but it's Robert <laughs> Dimes, so he's not going to be fighting that early. So, like, if you have to put him in an event, this dude, like you say, either Paulo Costa versus Adesanya. Or you do Jones and Ganu, or I guess McGregor <laughs> Silva. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't. That'd be the ultimate. Yeah, Is, that'd be the ultimate yeah. uh, UFC Fight Island. Well, put them all on there. Let's see what happens. Exactly. Yep. That's, that's the key, man. I, I would be down. That, that's just a waste of money. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is a waste they, of money. Yeah. They, 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 they would never throw away that. all that money. They're like, look at all these main events we have lined up here. On, yeah, on the exactly. It, it's, it'll never happen. It's, it's a pipe dream for us, right? Yeah, <laughs> Maybe for the first that. one, though. Maybe for the first one, it'll be like, uh, like you well, know, yeah. they do for like the 200 cards. Like a WrestleMania type thing. A banger. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like a WrestleMania. Just give us one, one time, once a year or something. Yeah, we've earned it. Absolutely. All right, gentlemen. Uh, UFC two fifty coming up here this weekend. It's been a pleasure with you guys. Uh, TJ, you know, as you're new to our shows, we always do shout outs at the end. Any shout outs you want to give out there? Anybody? 
any soul, any athlete, <laughs> your mom. Shout out to my mama. I, lo- I love you, mama. Uh, shout out to my dad. Be home soon. That's what's up, man. <laughs> That's what's up. I mean, reasonably. Yeah, much- you you caught me off guard with that one, Chevy. I got no shout outs this time. Maybe next time. I'm just happy to be here. You know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I mean, dude, look, it, these this is like more more of the fun parts of the show here. That I was looking forward to as well. well. How about you, Gay Man? What's what's going through your mind? Are you willing to shout out this week? I just want to say, you know, shout out to the world, man. We're at some crazy times right now, and we all got to stick together, man. No matter what, where you come from, what you look like, we all just got to stick together, man. I mean, it's just been a rough 2020 for everybody with the coronavirus and all the crap that's happening politically and just the violence and the looting. and It's just been Kobe Bryant. It's just been the worst possible 2020 you can imagine. But, you know, shout out to people, like, all of us coming together, you know, for a common cause. And, you know, hopefully it makes the world a better place. Wow, that was very sappy. That's wow. very right, insightful. Man. I appreciate that. That's that's how it is, man. You know, that's you know, that's where we're at, bro. Uh I, honestly, shout out man, to everybody. If you're listening to this, we love you. Absolutely. Shout out to you. Absolutely. Yep. Shout out to your, your family and shout out to your, your loved ones. We love you. Yeah, I, that's what we gotta do is just kind of trying to show love. I mean, if I had to single out one person, man, and you know, I think everybody's you know, shout out to my boy. Colin Kaepernick, man, you know, hate yes. to say it, you know, Colin's ahead of his time. He's ahead. Hey, there we go, man. Repeat. I don't have to say anything else. You guys know the deal. Head of his time. Yeah.